Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Speaking of Animals. My name is Caitlin Holling, and I'm the Community Outreach and Development Coordinator at the Flagler Humane Society. Today, I have everyone's favorite co-host <laughs> joining me again, Tom Carroll. You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> Happy Saturday to you all. I hope this month has been going well. Have you had time to get all your holiday shopping done yet? Let me tell you what's happened in the last couple of days. Uh, on Wednesday, we had employees uh, get together at San Sir, where I live, mm-hmm. and the uh, residents always donate towards the employees. And it was just a, it just a, a, a good feeling day where uh, we felt good about taking care of those young people, not such young people, <laughs> and they were appreciative that the uh, their Christmas is going to be a little brighter. And then on Thursday night, I went out to, uh, is it Mon Kansas High School? Matanzas? Matanzas High School. Yeah. Because Kylie, one of our servers, is on, in the orchestra. Oh, wow. And she was uh, going to be playing and did play and did play well. And it was a, just a great evening. Oh, I bet. I bet that was really awesome. How about your week? What have you done so far? This week, I have worked a lot. I've had a busy week at work. Um, I just had my finals um, this semester in college. So and you got, did well. I got two A's. Oh, two come A's on. My classes. I'm, oh. really, I'm really happy. It's really important for my senior year oh, to my get Lord. good grades. So Great really, for you. Congratulations. That's super. Good for you. It was easier because I only had the two classes. So I'll, get, I'll give myself that. <laughs> All right. All right. So... At the Flagler Humane Society, we did just finish up the Bissell Pets Foundation's Empty the Shelters Holiday Hope event, and it ran from December 1st through December 15th, and it provided reduced adoption fees for all adult animals. I am very delighted to report that after this adoption event, we have had over 75 adoptions just this month. And we are only halfway through. My gosh. Now, how does that compare, say, with last year or the year before? Do we, you keep notes and statistics about adoptions? Yeah, we do keep statistics. Um, we definitely have got more adoptions this year, for sure. I'm not exactly sure how many we got last year, but it's definitely been, we have improved and we have gotten more adoptions every year, which is really great to see. Plus, we still have some puppies. I would love to have a home for Christmas. And I know they will because I know we're going to have a lot of participation by our community between now and Christmas to bring all these these beautiful animals home. Yes, definitely. And I know 75 sounds like a lot. That is dogs and cats. But just remember, we do have a lot of animals that come in every day. So we still have a lot that can be adopted. So we're not done with the work yet. But it is a great way to get animals into loving homes and we're so happy for those 75 animals that finally found their forever families and aren't in the shelter anymore and i just wanted to say that at the flagley humane society we are so grateful for the empty the shelters events that the bissell pet foundations do throughout the year these life-saving reduced fee adoption events are a win for everyone involved so we're really grateful for those today we wanted to talk to you about our canine friends and their extraordinary senses. Let me warn you, we are going to get a bit nerdy today, but I found it super interesting, and I hope you will think of as well as we do. 
Most of this information is from an article from the American Kennel Club, which was written by Doctor of Veterinary Medicine Lynn. I think her. I think her is Buzzhart. Buzzhart, yeah. B u z h a r d t. Right. Yeah, we've read some other articles on on her accomplishments, but uh, although dogs and humans have the same five documented senses. They aren't all exactly alike when it comes to vision. Humans have more color-detecting cells in the eye, which allows us to discern a broader color spectrum. Comes also allows us to distinguish more visual detail. However, dogs have a few visual advantages of their own. Dogs do happen to see better in the dark than humans. Canines have larger pupils that let in more light, and canines' eyes also are have more light-sensitive cells in the center of the retina. Both of these adaptations mean better vision and dim light. In addition, the canine eye detects tiny movements that may elude us. The canine sense of sight makes them good hunters, especially at night. When considering the sense of smell, dogs win by a nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know their nose functions about uh, what about ten thousand times better than ours do. That's ten thousand times better than our, our do- ours do. Wow. Dogs have an extraordinary sense of smell, which far exceeds that of humans. Dogs devote lots of brain power. To interpreting smells, they have more than 100 million sensory receptor sites in the nasal cavity, compared to six million in people. In the area of the canine brains devoted to analyzing odors, is about 40 times larger than the comparable part of the human brain. The dog's sense of smell is so adept that a blind dog has much less difficulty adjusting to the loss of vision than a human does. Wow, that's amazing. With a single sniff, noses interpret an entire story without words by using amines and acids emitted by dogs as the basis for chemical communication. The chemical aromas communicate what a dog likes to eat and identify gender and mood. By simply smelling, a dog can determine if a new friend is male or female happy or aggressive, healthy or ill. Dogs get a general idea. Good girl. <laughs> we got a puppy right here with us today. <laughs> Sorry. You want to get on air for a while? You, you got a few things you want to say? Yes, you're such a good girl. Oh, sweet baby. Yes, you're a good right. girl. All right. All right. You know, dogs get a general idea about each other with a quick sniff. But get more detailed information by getting up close and personal. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. That is why most dogs go right for the butt. <laughs> it, it has, has. <laughs> the most information available <laughs> for them. <laughs> well, we'll, um, we'll probably just leave it right there. But anyway, dogs, <laughs> you guys know what we're talking yeah, about. <laughs> dogs also have a great, good scent memory that can identify other dogs they have not seen for years and even remember. Which of them was the dominant member of the pair? When dogs belonging to the same family are separated for a while, 
They use sense of smell to catch up on things. Changes in odors may convey where the dog went, what he ate, and what he did. When in a new territory, a dog can sniff a tree and determine what other dogs live in the neighborhood. Let me say that again. When in a new territory, a dog can sniff a tree and determine what other dogs live in the neighborhood. They can smell a visitor's pant leg and get a good impression of where the person lives and whether he has pets at home. That's amazing. That is amazing. Dogs have an incredible homing instinct that depends on their ability to smell. Since dogs move their nostrils independently, they can determine the direction of an odor and use their sense of smell like a compass. You know, humans each have a unique and innate scent that enables dogs to tell one person from another. Our dogs do not need to see us to identify us. Dogs also sense fear and anxiety via their noses. When we are stressed or scared, we secrete the fight-or-flight hormone, adrenaline, which dogs detect even though we cannot smell it. When we are anxious, we also have increased heart rate and blood flow, which carries body chemicals to the skin surface where dogs can pick them up more easily though there is no use trying to mask your true feelings from your canine companion. His sense of smell will not be fooled. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more information on dog sense of smell. All right, and we're back with some more information, and we're going to continue with the dog sense of smell because it is their most crucial sense for gathering important information, and they use their smell to gather important information about the environment, recognizing individuals, making decisions, and learning. And because of this, we do recommend that dog owners embrace letting your dog smell the walk rather than pulling them or hurrying them along from objects to objects as they are trying to sniff. After all, it is their way of seeing and it's their most prominent scent. So might as well let them enjoy smelling a little bit. That's on always walk. been a concern. You've <laughs> seen people yanking at them. Listen, if you're going to take your doggy out for a walk, hey, they don't get out that much. Mm-hmm. Let them have the sidewalk. Let them go. Come on, folks. Let them take a couple seconds to smell what other dogs have been there because they gain a lot of information. It's kind of like reading little newspaper articles or like social media articles like we would to kind of get some serotonin. It makes them very happy to just smell what's going on in their environment. So a walk is a great way to let them. And a dog's sense of smell seems to be their primary sense, allowing them to gather current and historical information about their surrounding environment and find the the source of the smell, which is crucial for locating food, danger, or partners for reproduction. Although dogs interact with the world via all their senses, smell seems to be one of the most important because it provides information not only about the current status of the environment, but it can also detect signals from the past, This complex network of mixtures of smells creates a three-dimensional image of the surrounding world across time. It plays a key role in maintaining basic life activities as finding food, recognizing threats, or finding a reproductive partner. 
There is some evidence that the sense of smell is one of the first senses to be active, even allowing prenatal olfactory learning. And olfactory is just the sense of smell. Canine sense of smell is used in dog intra and interspecies communication, including with man, and has been utilized by humans for over a century. Humans can train dogs to use their sense of smell in various fields with a detection limit often much lower than of sophisticated laboratory instruments. The specific anatomical and psychological features of a canine sense of smell allow humans to achieve outstanding results in detecting drugs, explosives, and different illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, and infectious diseases. Due to their extremely sensitive sense of smell, dogs can be used as modern super-sensitive mobile area scanners, detecting specific chemical signals in real time in various environments outside the laboratory, and then tracking the odor of dynamic targets to their source, also in crowded places. Recent studies have even shown that dogs can detect not only specific scents of drugs or explosives, but also changes in emotions as well in human cell metabolism during various illnesses, including the COVID-19 infection. I wonder if these people realize that we're going to be giving a little test on what we're talking about. <laughs> I told you guys, I warned oh you, it's going to get gosh. a little, wor- it's going to get a little nerdy. I'm you sorry. Know, this, <laughs> is, this is all good stuff, it's, but it's the type of thing you almost have to go through it again. Because these are are things that are actually happening and events that happen uh, affect uh, your puppy dog or uh, it just is amazing. One last thing on dogs' amazing sense of smell, you may have wondered why dogs have wet noses. Well, I'm going to tell you. Well, the canine nose works best when it is damp. The wet outer nose and the mucus-covered nasal canal effectively capture scent particles. Moisture is essential to a dog's sense of smell, and dogs will lick their noses when they become dry. Clever canines do not want to miss out on important information due to dry dogs. But the sensory competition is not over. Our sense of taste beats theirs. Humans have about 9,000 taste buds as compared to about 1700 in the dog think about that the next time you order a yummy dessert (laughs) yeah that's a lot more than dogs that's crazy and according to touch we call it a tie between humans and canines as for touch and as for hearing, humans are actually comparable to our canine friends as far as the sound quality goes, but dogs can detect much higher frequencies and can hear at much longer distances than we can. The ability to hear a sound depends on three things, how high or low the pitch is, which is the frequency, how loud or quiet the sound is, which is the amplitude, and how long the sound lasts, which is the duration. You know, the human hearing range is between... Oh, 20 to 20,000 HZ, while the dog's hearing range is 65 to 45,000 HZ. Now, did you all write that down? <laughs> because I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> this means that dogs are able to hear sounds that are higher in pitch than humans, including ultrasounds produced by some rodents and insects. Therefore, dogs may respond to sounds that their handler cannot hear. However, dog sensitivity to low-pitched sounds 
does not differ much from humans. Humans find it easiest to hear frequencies between 128 and 4,000 Hz, while dogs are most sensitive to higher frequencies between 215,000 Hz. This could partly explain why dogs may respond more to highly pitched voices. Small dogs are more sensitive to higher frequency sounds because of their smaller heads with proportionately bigger outer ears and greater amplification abilities of the small bones in the middle ear. This means that they can hear quieter sounds levels than humans can. Sounds must also last at least 100 to 200 ms to be heard by a dog or a human. Now, if you all are familiar with what MS is and HC, uh, we may have to explain that at a later time. HC is hertz. Hertz is how you measure a sound. And then MS is the milliseconds. See, so now she's a professor. <laughs> she's part of the organization. <laughs> yes. And we're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back with some more really great information. All right, we're back, and I hope you've enjoyed what we've been telling you. It's very important because a lot of these things we take for granted with dogs, but we know they are observant, that they can hear sounds. But the fact that, the, in fact, today at Sancerre, before I came over here, uh, there was a, a couple with their dog, and I was telling them how important dogs are and that I have an opportunity to talk about dogs on Saturday. And they said, I wonder if your people know that our dog, for instance, if someone is going to the restroom and they need some attendance because they are maybe have a little vision problem, they know exactly where, where the ladies' room is and the men's room is. Wow, that's amazing. And on average, dogs can hear about four to five times as far as humans can. To put that in perspective, while a human may be able to hear a sound from about 100 yards away, a dog could hear the same sound from 400 to 500 yards away. Let me just say that one more time. If you can hear 100 yards away, that same puppy dog that you're with can hear from five or four to five hundred yards away. That's amazing. Yeah, they can hear from a lot farther than we can, four to five times as far as we can. Furthermore, dogs can hear big sounds at incredible distances. For example, on a clear day and under the right conditions, a dog can hear thunder rumbling from up to 40 miles away. 40 miles. No wonder why they get nervous during thunderstorms. Imagine how loud the thunder must be when the storm is close by. The design of a dog's ear also plays a big role in how well they can hear. The shape and size helps funnel sounds into the ear canal more efficiently. The canal itself is formed in an L shape. The long straight tube funnels sound down towards the eardrum, and the shape angle at the end helps keep debris from getting into the sensitive part of the dog's ear. Plus, they have 18 different muscles that allow them to change the angle and even the shape of the outer ear, helping them to hear better. You may have noticed, if you pay attention, next time your dog seems to be listening to something far away, you might see his or her ears moving around as they try to get a better lock on the sound. <laughs> Apart from disease or injury that may affect their hearing, all dogs 
can hear better than humans. But not all dogs hear the same. Like humans, some dogs have an even keener sense of hearing than others. Here are some of the factors that contribute to a dog's ability to hear. Alrighty, so ear size and shape. The larger ears can collect sound waves and funnel them into the inner ear, where they are converted into nerve impulses and the brain can interpret. Ear placement, so dogs with higher set ears like German Shepherds or Border Collies have an advantage over dogs with low set ears like Bulldogs or Boxers. And then the ear canal size. So the size of the ear canal also affects the dog's hearing ability. It's actually the opposite of what you might think. So smaller ear canals funnel sound waves more efficiently to the inner ears. So dogs with smaller ear canals, um, such as poodles or Yorkies or Chihuahuas, tend to have better hearing than dogs with larger ear canals, such as Labradors or Golden Retrievers. And then breed also has an effect on it. Some breeds of dogs are more adept at hearing than others. Some breeds have even been bred with the purpose of producing a type of dog with exceptional hearing, such as hounds, greyhounds, or whippets. They're known as sight hounds, and they've been bred to be to hunt by sight, so they have extremely keen eyesight. But in order to do this efficiently, they also had to develop exceptional hearing as well. So you'll notice they have big eyes and big ears, so they're able to track their prey by sound and sight. So, the next time your dog barks in the middle of the night or perks up and seems nervous about something, pay attention. He may be hearing something that you can't. Like humans, dog hearing injury and loss can be caused by very loud noises and can be temporarily or permanent, partial, or complete. The loudest the sound the shorter the amount of exposure it takes to damage hearing. Alrighty, and that's all the time we have for today, but we have some more information for you next week prepared on some more dog sense information. If you enjoyed this, this more educational segment, I enjoyed it. (laughs) Did you enjoy it? It's just fascinating. (laughs) You know, we've all had dogs, and we all know about their hearing and perking up their ears, and we know they could hear better than we can. And, of course, at my age, any dog can hear better. (laughs) No. (laughs) I hope you all learned something new today. Our canine companions are truly remarkable, and I hope you look at them a little differently if you did learn something today. And I look forward to speaking with you all about animals again next week. See you guys all next week.